I believe inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they aspire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot. I've done a lot. And I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all, be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. Yo, 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 this your boy Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vail's World Podcast. Yes, I am so happy to have you here yet again. Yes, yes, yes. It is an honor. It's a privilege to have such wonderful people supporting. Make sure y'all following us on all our social media outlets. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Vales World Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, feel free to do so at Vales World Podcast at ldmugger.com. And wait, make sure y'all take a second to check out our anchor page so that you can do a voice memo or be a monetary investment for as little as 99 cents a month. Let's go on with the show. Today's good read. Single, dating, engaged, married. Navigating life and love in the modern age by Ben Stewart. So God has given us a specific compiling reason for each of the four seasons of a relationship. So there's a reason for being single. There's reasoning behind dating. There's reasoning behind being engaged and then marriage. This book unlocks each season God-given purpose and shows you how to thrive within it. In a society where everyone is supposedly be more connected, why do some people feel so lonely? Even as marriage rates decline because society has become so expensive and try to marginalize the importance of marriage. Recent studies find that an overwhelming majority of single adults still hope to be married. And working in photography and videography and specializing in weddings, I see people of all ages getting married every weekend. I'm seeing vow renewals every other month. So marriage is still a thing. It's still relevant. But society has marginalized it. Because of divorce rates, people are afraid to even get married. The idea of have, the uncomfort in asking for a prenup prior to being married. Man, so this book is is excellent. It can serve as a wonderful guide through each season, whatever season you may be in. And just to have an external perspective is always good. So if you're single or if you're with someone, definitely grab this book. Because honestly, dating in today's era is only as hard as we make it. We can't blame social media. We can't blame society. It's really being true to yourself, true to who you are, and being open and creating a space for your significant other to be true to who they are. So today's good read, single, dating, engaged, married, navigating life and love in the modern age by Ben Stewart. If you all like this book or have any book suggestions, Make sure y'all hit us up on our social media platforms at Vales World Podcast. Or if you'd like to send us an email about your thoughts, ideas, hit us up at Vales World Podcast at LDMunger.com. What's poppin'? It's been a very eventful week. I do want to start off with saying congratulations to Megan Thee Stallion for graduating. Yes, she graduated. The hottie of hotties has graduated. So she has been able to maneuver a rising hip-hop career 
Stay in school, HBCU, TSU, TXSU, <laughs> which is amazing. A relationship. That's kudos to her. A lot of us believe that the education system and that being educated isn't as important if the end goal is to get money. So what she's doing for the women in our community is showing like, hey, you can do both. You can be a hot girl and you can be educated. Matter of fact, they're not mutually exclusive. Being a hot girl doesn't mean you're not educated. And it's great to see that she's graduating from an HBCU and is prideful about it. But these photos, so we do grab pictures too. Here at RTW, we, we anything that can be captured in front of a camera, we do it. I wish I would have did her photos. But yeah, it was very interesting. It was um, a Megan Thee Stallion graduation shoot. I don't expect nothing less. Shout out to the photographer. Shout out to the creative directors, that vision. Never seen a half-naked graduation shoot. But since it's Megan Thee Stallion, I'm not complaining. <laughs> so yeah, big ups to Meg, class of 2021. Last week, I was in Washington, D.C., and it was wonderful. So the University of Missouri-St. Louis hosted an alumni event in Washington, D.C. at the Army and Navy Club. I stayed in the Hilton on the Capitol, literally right across the street. And it was full. And it was cool. I was supposed to get there Thursday, but I ended up going a day early because I wasn't able to go to Costa Rica because of all that stuff that we talked about on the last episode. So I decided, huh, I had some time to be here to catch up on some work. Let me go a day early just so I can actually do stuff. Went there a day early and went to Half Smoke. So I met some of my colleagues at Half Smoke and they have an all day brunch menu. It was good. I had a flight of something. I don't know. So whatever y'all go, they have this premium flight. It was pretty good. Very tasteful. I think I had steak and eggs. I'm quite sure I had steak and eggs. But yeah, the food was good. The drinks was good. They had $40 bottomless mimosa. I didn't get that because I had my flight. But yeah, everything was pretty solid. After that, I met my sister, my cohort, at a place called The District Bar and Lounge. It was cool, a vibe, small, watched the games. They had hookah. They had drinks. I got a ticket. So let me tell you about this ticket. So I got this ticket, and it was because I was going down the street. It said, do not enter. So I had went all the way around and went forward, and it looked like it was a one-way. So I went all the way around to move forward, and then I parked. And the other cars that was around me were parked the opposite way. So I thought they were wrong because I see this sign that said, do not enter. And actually, I parked right in front of the sign that said, do not enter, which made it look like it was a one-way. So we went to the bar and left. After we left the district, we went to Victory. The food that I had, I had the Cajun pasta. It was not, it was not Cajun. <laughs> it was not tasteful. So I might give it another shot and try another entree. But yeah, the, the Cajun pasta was not it for me. It didn't taste spicy at all. It just was there. So then we walked back to the car and noticed I got a ticket. And I got a ticket for parking the wrong way. So I'm trying to figure out which way is the right way. If it, there's a big sign that say, do not enter. So I was so confused. But the ticket only $20, so it is what it is. And that was all on Wednesday. So Thursday hit, woke up, did some editing, had some meetings, and went to the event. Actually, take it back, I went to PJ Clark's, which was a nice restaurant, not too far from the hotel. I met with my bro, Mondaro, and I found out he has a podcast, Love and Logic. Make sure y'all tune in. And it was a great conversation. Like, we talk a lot of shit. So for us to really sit down and have this space where we can have a full intellectual conversation was was amazing and, and much needed and I think it was a relief for both of us to get some of the things that was on our on our shoulders just off and after listening to his podcast and being a podcaster 
was able to get tips and he was being open to actually hearing the tips and vice versa. He was sharing things with me that I was able to keep. And soon enough, we're definitely going to have an episode and you all going to love it. Yeah, that our conversation could have been an episode, honestly. But catching up with him, oh, the food was good. They had some Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. Man, amazing. Uh, they had some burgers. He had some sliders. They were pretty good. I had one of their signature burgers. It had guacamole on it, you know, fake healthy. So, yeah, it was a good time, man, especially being able to catch up. And then later today, I, later, and then later that day, I went to the event. And the event was amazing. Had about 25 people there, alum from the area that actually stay in D.C. The chancellor was there, the vice president of alumni engagement. Like, it was it was a great time. It was a great space to be in. After being acknowledged last month at the University of Missouri-St. Louis as outstanding young alumni, now it's my job to make sure that I stay active and engaged, especially since I have the time with these tours to kind of help build engagement with the alum. I seen someone donate $5 million, like write a $5 million check from their personal funds. Those are the type of people that I need to know my name. Those are the type of spaces I want to be in. What am I doing to ensure that I'm at those tables? And that's what this is about. Social capital is the best capital. So how do you do your best and build relationships with the right people so you can gain some type of knowledge to progress forward in your journey in life. And that's what it is what it's about. Met a guy named Paul who actually sponsored the event. So he paid for everything. I had a conversation with him and realized that he actually stayed in Winter Garden. So that's not too far from me here in Central Florida. So I got his car. We exchanged contact information and definitely going to tap in and and see how things can work out and possibly gain a mentor. Mentorship is important. So he invited us out to dinner and it was a great time. It was a great time being able to talk, talking about stocks. We're talking about investments. We're talking about universities. We talk, We were just talking about so many different things that I don't have the space to, to talk to many people about on an everyday basis, especially to the caliber in which we were discussing. Talking about Kramer, talking about um, Warren Buffett, all these different strategies, all these different groups of individuals to follow, talking about how Reddit has been able to control the stock market in some instances in the past. It's just been amazing. It's a beautiful conversation that is the beginning of building beautiful relationships. And then the last day, which was Friday, I was just drained, I was tired, forced myself to get up, do some editing, thought I got put out of my room because I had to leave by 12. And then I got an email from him. Shout out to Hilton on Capitol Hill. They let me check in early. They sent me a text message, asked me if I wanted to, to check out late. I was like, this was amazing. But I just had to get up and do something. So I was just going to go to the airport early and just finish some edits there. And on my way to the airport, I seen the African-American Museum. And I was like, I got a little time. Why not? So after trying to find parking for about 25, 30 minutes, I did not pay the meter. <laughs> You would think I learned. But honestly, I didn't even know I was going to be able to get in. So I walked, seen some amazing food trucks. I knew that I was going to stop at one of the food trucks before I get to the airport. Got in. It was a simple process. Got my ticket. It was free. Got in line. By 12, 10, we walked in. And it was great. So I started on the fort level and I just did a quick scan. It was so much information in there. So much going on. Definitely going back for a day trip, possibly a group trip with someone that can guide us through all this information, explain some things, sit down, watch some of the films that they had, the documentaries that were going on and some of the exhibits. It was beautiful, man. Worked my way from the fourth floor all the way down to the bottom floor before exiting. And I can say my heart was heavy. 
my heart was heavy. And for some time, I always challenged, like, how could we learn so much about our history and not hate white people? How is that? How is it possible? And in that moment, as I was breaking down in this museum crying, there were black people, there were white people, old people, young people patting me on my back and saying, everything is going to be all right. And that was the subtle reminder that today's time isn't yesterday's time. Yes, we have many, many steps to go, but we are many, many steps ahead from where we was years ago. And within this museum, they also had some of the amazing, great things that we, we have done as a black community. And that made me happy. And that made tears of joy because it inspired me to, to figure out how can I be one of these individuals on this wall? What have I done? What am I doing in my life now that's going to allow me to be one of these individuals on this wall? I always have these audacious goals. Some I accomplish, some I come short to accomplishing, and I do it for the greater good of people. And when you do things for the greater good of people on such a small scale, you don't get the praises. You don't get the acknowledgments. You don't get the pats on the back. You don't get none of those things. And there's some people that do it for those things. And there's some people that just do it. And I just do it. But at times I question, I, I'll be alive if I say I didn't question like, dang, maybe I need to do it for a photo op, for a cameo, for some recognition and praises. Because am I being appreciated for the work that I do, for the lives that I have impact? Sometimes I get jealous when I see individuals that I know not doing as much as me, but get the praises I feel like I deserve. But I never let that jealousy become envy. I just stay in my lane, continue to work. And then I made it to the airport. <laughs> Finally made it back to Orlando. Had to rush home, then rush to our happy hour to start the RTW retreat. We had a little meet up and mingle type vibe. And it was great. I'm glad I was able to make it and then start our retreat. So it's been a busy weekend as usual. The DC trip was a success. I appreciated everybody that took the time to link up to such short time. Thank y'all for that. And the last thing, RIP to General Colin Powell, the first black secretary of state. And I remember seeing him in the early 2000s. I really didn't know how significant it was. I just knew it was everywhere, especially for like black history. And this before I even knew what Republican and Democrat really meant. And I just seen a black man in a role for the first time. And I understood the importance and the significance of that moment, but didn't necessarily know the importance and significance of that moment. Now, fast forward 20 years later, and we have Donald Trump that criticized General Powell for his stance on right or wrong. And he didn't care what the party affiliation was. So he's been criticized for criticizing Republicans when he felt they were wrong. So this is a black man that didn't allow his party affiliation to dictate his views on right or wrong. And he was able to hold everyone accountable. Beyond being the first black secretary of state, he was a black man that believed in integrity, responsibility, and accountability. And for that, I thank you. If you all like anything, I want to comment about anything <laughs> that's popping in Vail's world. Make sure y'all hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vail's World Podcast. If you'd like to shoot us an email, let us know what's popping with you. Hit us up. Vail's World Podcast at ldmonger.com. Now to the hot topic, dating versus going out. So my generation, and it's probably been generations before, I'm just in that phase of life where it's my turn now. We really have a horrible way of just making everything the same or making most things mean more than they're supposed to mean. Some of y'all be going out with folks and 
thinking it's a date. Yes, I said it. Some of y'all just be going out and think it's a date. And what going out to me is, if we meeting up at a bar, we meeting up somewhere, yeah, we going out. That's not a date. A happy hour is not a date. In my brain, a date holds so much more intimacy and significance. So people, they translate the going out with the same significance and intimacy of a date, which creates expectations and some sense of entitlement, right? If you meeting me somewhere, how is that a date? We are meeting. We are going out. We are hanging out. We took the romance out of dates. Oh, let's do a coffee date. Let's do a brunch date. Let's do And then you go to these places and you just hang out. No romance at all. Like it's horrible. So, so, so let me give y'all an idea of how I perceive dates. So when I think of dating and dates, I'm picking you up from your home. I'm going to meet you at the door. I'm going to open your car door. If I say we're going out on a date, your expectations and your level of preparation will increase. Hair done, nails done, nice outfit. That's what I see a date. The preparation behind a date is completely different than going out. Are y'all listen? Are y- Do y'all hear me? Let's go to a restaurant. Let's have dinner, whatever our needs are. So I don't want us going above our needs. I don't want us going above what we can actually afford. But something special, maybe Ruth Chris and maybe Eddie V's, it, maybe Capital Grill, wherever you go. Nice glass of wine and things of that nature. And then you drop that woman off. Well, in 2021, you drop that person off in front of that door. Walk them to the door. And you have that spark of, do I enter? Are we going to kiss for the first time? Are we going to kiss, period? Am I going to go back to the car? Like that moment, that was movie moment. We took that out of dating because we think meeting up at a at a bar for a couple drinks and going our separate ways afterwards is a date. How has the bar become so low? And then the thing I hate the most is we assume that dating is automatically exclusive. If you all have ever watched Bridgerton, courtship and dating is is one of the same. And it's great to have options. It's re- dating is really a fun game. You have your options and you start weeding them out until you find the person that is your person. But trying to date a thousand people exclusively, that's why you're running out of time. I'm not saying fuck everybody you're dating, you know, date responsibly. Let that person know that you are actively dating. And if you do have sex, protect yourself. Y'all know my thing. Don't bring back babies, diseases, or drama, but be open, have communication, date responsibly. So for a woman that's dating, we shouldn't push or project this idea that she has to date one dude, or if she's dating multiple dudes at one time, she's a hoe. No, just because you're dating doesn't mean you're fucking and kissing and exclusively with all these different people no you are playing the game of courtship of figuring out what exactly do you want and can this person really provide it and that's why we keep getting suckered in too many bogus relationships we don't went out with somebody a couple times and now we think they're the one and then we want to go on a date and they don't even know how to prepare for a date they don't even they haven't even been on a real date they're treating your dates as if y'all just going out No, it doesn't work like that. And for guys as well, for the person that's planning a date, we plan dates like we're going out. No, (laughs) bring the romance and intimacy back into dating. It's a beautiful phase of life to be in, especially when it's done responsibly. We skip so many phases of getting to know each other that we fall for strangers. We fall for this idea. We fall for ideals and not the person. The role that we want this person to play in our life. We create characters of each individual in our lives. And we bring that on to our dating lives. And that's why some of us fail miserably because we fall for strangers. We blow a lot of things out of proportion. A lot. With everything we do. 
the smallest things is blown out of proportion. Oh, uh, he he texts me good morning. He like me. No, that's the bare minimum. And me personally, I like to go out with somebody a couple times so I can see how we are, how we communicate, how we interact, how they are in social settings. Because honestly, I don't talk loud. Like anybody know me, I don't talk loud. So being out and trying to know some, get to know someone is not my thing because I don't talk loud. Like it just doesn't work. So trying to have a serious conversation in an environment that's loud isn't the best fit for me. I need to be somewhere a lot quieter. So just the, you know, just going out a couple times, get a smoothie, get some coffee, get some tea, go to a happy hour, depending on the time. It's me in this courting phase to figure out how do we mash. I'm looking at all the smaller things. What you getting on the menu? How many drinks can you hold? Can you still hold a conversation? What are your intentions after this? And then when a date come, boom, you'll know it's a date. I tell you, my expectations for a date is there. And I'm going to tell you those as well. But we blow so many things out of proportion. Dating used to mean something. And now we took those same meanings and put it with a going out. Oh, girl, we used to date. Where did it go? Nowhere. Oh, I can't talk to you because you used to date my homegirl 10 years ago. What? We ain't date. We just went to Fat Tuesdays and grabbed a drink. And I ain't seen her since. Oh, but that still sounds like a date to me. Okay. Now it's just something to do. Oh, we used to talk, girl. <laughs> oh, we had a conversation on Instagram and the DMs. What? Didn't even exchange numbers. And yes, yeah, some people believe talking is dating, which is still confusing. But that's another conversation for a different day because that's not going out or a date. We have dates for everything. And why not just say we went out? We went out a couple times. Was it a date? No, we just went out. We just had a couple drinks. We met up. Nothing is wrong with that. That doesn't make you less of a person. And if that was the furthest to the extent of the relationship, just say that. Be genuine. Because when most people hear date slash talking, it creates this idea. It creates this sense of deep intimacy. And some of y'all just be going out. So let me know y'all thoughts about today's episode. Hit up our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Vales World Podcast. Shoot us an email, not too long of an email, at Podcast at ldmonger.com. Peace and love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Join me in my journey to success by following on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Vales World Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like to address, or you just want to sponsor or feature on an upcoming episode, email me at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com. Veils World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, leave a review or a voice message. And more importantly, support. For as little as 99 cents a month, we can take this thing a long way. Love. It's the team.